You're listening to the Mind Made Wrong podcast presented by Steel Maggie, episode number 58. My beautiful creators, as you should know, my name is Steel Maggie, and you're listening to the Mind Made Wrong podcast, where we talk about mental health issues and the complex relationship between them, mindset, and artistry. In my free time, in my all the time, I do create dance pop music that is bittersweet, bold, and it is for those of us who are minimally sane, moderately restless, and significantly idealistic. Today, I have the second course of Sexy Say Hello. Hello. Oh I'm my goodness. Back. The second course. We're here. This is going to be, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so happy to have you here. We had a little bit of technical difficulties. That's why you're a friend. That's why you're a friend. You stuck. You stuck in. You stuck in with me. Yeah. So You worked through it. <laughs> I think it's just indicative of this year, right? We had yeah. to do a re-up. It's just very symbolic. <laughs> yeah, no, very, definitely, uh, definitely. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> just, this is how it has to go. But so we rolled with the punches and we get up. So reason why, I mean, obviously, because you're fabulous and amazing, but the main reason why I'm having you back is because you have done so much growth and so much change in the past year from the time, which has been pretty much been a year that we recorded our first interview. Yeah. So that was the intro to the Miss Dexie, Goddess Supreme yes. of Sad Girl Pop. Now you're so different. You've just done a, t a total, maybe not a total upheaval, I think, but you did some things that I would have never thought that I would have done in my, you know, when it comes to social media, when it comes to my artistry that totally make sense. And I was thinking they might be something that is good for some artists to consider. What yeah. you did this year off the top of my head is you deleted your Instagram. And that's something yeah. that people do not want to talk about because it's like, oh, well, Instagram, social media is my presence. Like I have to be on all the time and I have to, you know, like it's about growing and growing and growing and growing my audience. And I have to have this follower and that follower. And you just said, no, I want to start clean. Another thing you did was you took a break from songwriting. And I thought that was radical. But the reason why, and we'll get into this is I think so crucial to your mental health at the time, your state and yeah. rejuvenation of your artistry. It was like yeah. sabbatical, right? So we're going to talk about that as well. Uh, it's you've just done things differently. And I think the people who do things differently are the people who get the different things done. You do something mm -hmm. the way some, no one else does it, you're going to get results that no one else gets. Tell us where we can find you online. I know that your Instagram is for a s unique niche subset of people. So just tell us about your Twitter or your YouTube <laughs> or your SoundCloud, where you want us to find you. Okay, so I'm looking at social media as um, 
sort of like a renaissance kind of, you know? So um, I, it's not that like I'm hiding my Instagram from people. It's just because uh, my personal Instagram, I just really wanted people who are in my personal universe uh, rotating around that. And so I'm looking at people that um, I actually have a personal invest and an interest in. So like, I just, I didn't feel comfortable with like 700 people just looking at my profile and like, you know, um, it's not that many people, 700, but like, it's still, you know, like, I don't think I personally know 700 people, so I'm not, I'm not sure, <laughs> but right. um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm more comfortable with like 99 to hundred people just looking at my page. Um, but anyway, um, speaking of like social medias though, um, as of this morning, I made a uh, vinyl account for my like vinyl collection. So I'm just going to be posting just my vinyl collection. That's a personal thing. That's like a little side of my personality that I've never done before. So I'm excited for that. Can you um, describe that? Can you talk about that a little bit? Cause I don't know. Like there, there, there's a bunch of accounts that do it on Instagram, but um, I just have a bunch of vinyl records that are sitting around my house that like, you know, they're part of my collection. I put them on my turntable, listen to them. They're very aesthetically pleasing to look at. And um, I have like this cute little um, set. Well, it's not like really a setup. It's like our garage door is like plain white. And there's like this little knob thing that you can balance things on. So like I'm taking pictures of the um, album covers. I'm just going to post my vinyl collection. So I have a virtual version of my vinyl collection. So um, oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, so it, it, it's it's another thing to do because, you know, we're stuck inside, nothing to do, and that's going to entertain me until I uh, buy more vinyls once I post them all, but I'm not about to drain my bank account, so I'm going to work with what I have. But, <laughs> um, but anyway, other social medias, Twitter, you can find me. My handle is at Dexy Martin. Um, I've gone through a bunch. I was Miss Dexy recently and then a couple of other things. And like, I just go through like a, it's a really bad habit of just changing my username. But um, right now I'm Dexy Martin on Twitter. And I use that as like my diary basically. So like the the tweets range from like, you know, just normal day to day to like very chaotic and um, like ranting and all of that. So um, follow at your own risk because you never know what you're going to get with me on Twitter. Um, it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. Have- it's a Instagram is more of my thing. You know, I find, Mm -hmm. you know, community on Instagram. Like I kind of like Facebook, but I, the same thing is like, I have like close to 700 friends and I'm like, I have not talked to, I would say like 99% of these people. Like I don't talk Mm -hmm. to like, I don't talk to these people. I have, I probably only met some of these people at shows or back at Citrus years ago. And it's just like, Maybe I need a cleanse. <laughs> yeah, and there, see, there's the, the like I hate the stigma that comes along with like the cleansing of your profiles and stuff because like sure you may never talk to 99% of those people, but like say as say if like one of those people notice like oh wait like she unfriended me like you risk them coming up to you being like uh did I do something? It's like no, I haven't talked to you in like six years. Like I, you know, and so that's why that's why I was like you know what I'm just gonna start over. I'm just going to let it go. Anybody says anything, I'm just going to say, you know what? It's my account. It's my freedom. It's my choice. Yes. And it, you it, know? at the end of it all, it is your account. We, especially as I think we are see if we're putting ourselves out there as artists and we're putting ourselves out there as people who want to be successful, yeah. there's this feeling of always having to be public because of what if, what if something that I do that's what's going to be the thing that tips the scale. You know, there's this constant cycle of either promotion and documentation. Oh, well, just document your life. And like, you know, that's, that's easy content. And I think that's 
useful in some ways, actually in a lot of ways, but then it, it just perpetuates that your life is completely on display and yeah. your life is for consumption. And maybe there are some parts of your life that you're, maybe you're going to put onto the consumption, right? Like your music, you know, but there is a point where, especially with the personal profiles, I am not up for consumption that way. And then, yeah. you know, I, I don't spend a lot of time on messenger because I get a lot of weird DMS from random men. And it's yeah. like, uh, what, who, who asked you? Like, I, you know, and it's like, why do you think that you can, you know, just, you don't know me, <laughs> you know? No, and, I, tell, I, I, I yeah. totally understand that. My, uh, my old Instagram constantly getting filled by like, I would always get like these creepy old men coming in my DMs being like, um, are you interested in like a sugar daddy? And I'm like, hypothetically, sure, that's amazing. But reality, no, please <laughs> leave me alone. Like, like, just please just, I am a good looking 21 year old woman. I know that, but honey, my income is on me. No, I'm good. You know, so. Independent hoes over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would love like, the extra cash, but like, not at that price, like, because there's a price and, to be paid on my end. Like, I'm yeah, you know. and <laughs> I'm willing to work for money, but I'm not gonna work for your money, <laughs> you know. Like, and my money's and, gonna work for me, not, not this yeah, situation. And, and, and like, and like, no shade to like sex workers or anything like that, because that's their own hustle. They do what they right. do. But like, for me, I'm I'm not built to live that life, so I'm okay. You know, but there's an emotional. Price. Yeah. There's an emotional work that you have to do. There's definitely an emotional and, men and mental labor that, yeah. honestly, I already pour so much out into my art. Like, like I, I have nothing left. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I, I have nothing okay. left <laughs> for like, I am the, okay. the richest sixty-year-old man I know. <laughs> yeah, and I don't then, care if um, you're a silver fox, honey. Like. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. No thank you. Um going going back to um social media. Um I'm not sure if I said the username for my vinyl account. That's vinyls by Dexy on Instagram. So that's public. Go and follow that. SoundCloud is where basically all of my music is. So um I believe the username on SoundCloud is Dexy Martin. So um if you just go and search Dexy Martin, I'll pop up like right there. Um and then um I have a YouTube channel, but it's uh still very up in the works. I haven't filmed a video for it or anything like that. It's there, but it's not prominent yet. I just got to get to that point. But that's all my social medias. My Facebook is just like my Instagram personal. If you don't know me, don't friend me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm always open for DMs and stuff like that. If you want to like work together or get to know me and then friend me, that's awesome. A discussion but, um, on Twitter. You know, Twitter is very public. Twitter is, yeah, you know, my, like... My, getting to my know tw my my twitter is very like if you want to know who i am at me on twitter don't fight me because i'll end you but at me discuss <laughs> and get to know me <laughs> but yeah that's social media <laughs> this is going to be i think a very uh social media and like public versus private discussion yeah because that can usually that's usually just like a one and done question but i think mm -hmm. it opened up um definitely a topic that is close is getting even closer to me about that divide between what I present and who I am. And those lines can really get blurred. And yeah. when it comes to your change in 
this past year, not just with your music, but also with your transition, I want to start to talk about how that has come out a little bit in your music and in your personality and in the way that you present yourself. So first off, obviously, this is the second course. So you have that podcast that we were talking about. Tell us about that and tell us why. Okay, so this podcast I have coming up, um, the working title is Dish with Dexy because it's a podcast where I'm going to be dishing on all sorts of different topics with all sorts of different guests. It was originally going to be a um, like an advice podcast and, and solely that, but um, I had like personal revelations and discussions with people and realized that it would be better if it was topical and that advice uh, segment stayed a segment. But I'm, 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 I'm doing that because one, I talk a lot and I need some kind of outlet where I can just talk um, because that just helps me like with my mental health and just really helps me process things. I just really like the um, audio representation of all of that because it helps you process more. And um, I'm just going to use that as for, um, you know, if there's somebody who doesn't know, like say like one week I'm talking about sexual education and they're too nervous to go and ask um, other people, like sure you have all these videos on YouTube that are totally valid, totally that, but like I'm going to give it like a personal touch. So it feels like you're chatting with a friend and you're not like sitting there like, learning about something you're sitting there dishing and getting the gossip on what's safe about this and what's not safe about this and you know so I'm just doing it as a um as a way just to help people and help myself in the long run you know so yeah lovely I love especially my podcast has been so therapeutic learning all of these things um researching the topics that I talk about uh recording these realizations that I have, you know, when I do my solo episodes, talking to my guests who have taught me immense things I've connected and gone. So this past year, since I've had this podcast, I've met more people. I've done more for myself. So I want to encourage you because it's not out yet, but this is, it is such a good thing to do, especially when it, if you have that thing where in your mental health, if it helps you to speak for some people, it helps to journal, you know, and I do talk about that. I do talk about writing everything out, but there's also voice memos. I love that app on your phone, right? You can just hit there and you can, and I'll sit back and listen and I'll hear like, what was in my voice at the time? You know, you actually, you can also hear it and you can feel it so much um, more and it's so much more expressive. So that's another way. If some people don't like to write, voice memoing is very good or starting a podcast where you talk about these topical issues. I am so excited for that to come out. So you've got to give us that, you've got to give us it soon because um, I don't Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very impatient with it too. Like I'm, I'm like working on it. I just want to make sure that like I present the best product possible, you know? So like, I'm really like, I have, I have notes sitting in my, in my room on my desk, like just mapping out and planning which guests I want to have on for which certain topics and stuff. So I want to make sure that I present the best product possible. So she's on her way. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. I just want to say one thing though. Don't get so perfectionistic that it doesn't happen. That is, I would, I would rather you uh, 
do B minus work, maybe B plus work and get it out there. Cause that's what I had to do. At and first. then work it up to, and an then a. work it up from there because got it. you got to know that your first interviews and your first pod, they're not going to be stellar. Like they're <laughs> like, okay, maybe they're going to be good, but they're not, they're going to, it's going to feel at least on your end, it's going to feel hard. It's going to feel because like you have to find not ready. You have to find the good process to get like yeah. the conversation yeah. flowing and all of that. It so, may sound, yeah. you know, amazing on the other end, uh, on the listener's end, but it's, it's going to feel rough for you. And you're never, that's the one thing that I, I've been talking about a lot lately is you're never going to feel ready. You're never going to feel ready to take the plunge Got it. Uh, to write that song that's just been on your heart or to reach out to that person you want to interview. I didn't feel ready to reach out to the interview that I just released yesterday for yeah. uh, Suze Polinski, which I did a month ago. It was amazing. She loved being on. And so I, that was something that I didn't feel ready for because I've listened to her and I've looked up to her for so like for years she's had her business for years she's had her mindset coaching for years now she's yeah. like she's been on a bunch of virtual conferences she has her own stuff like it's she's well known you know in the in, in the indie industry and so i i didn't feel ready for that and i just i went for it because she was on my reach list and i was like you know what i'm gonna be in my zone of freak out right now but this is not about me but it's it's gonna be a different. It is a different interview today because it's but the it's second so, course. We are eating salad. Yes, we're gonna get our potatoes. We're gonna get our uh, meat, or if you're vegan, you know your quinoa, your beans, yeah, lentils. And, <laughs> and it's 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 so important to talk about what you're going through too. So like, it's I mean, like how you just said, well, it's not about me. Well, I mean honey, like it's so important that you discuss what you go through and your struggles too, because you help people too, you know? So it's, it's so, it's, it's, it's nice to hear how like the growth that you're making and the plunge that you were afraid to take, you know? And so I'm going to take that with me because if you didn't tell me that I wouldn't have the courage now to just go and do one of my interviews tomorrow, you know? Please. So exactly. The universe moves fast when you yeah. move fast. You put that action Definitely. out there. I am so woo woo these days. Like, but it's been so interesting to see if like, I've, I just do the action. It's returned. It's like, yeah. It's so now, if you now I'm going to take that with me. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. Cause it's going to return. Right. And Got it. that's the cool, the cool thing about, I think, especially because we're young, like, I mean, everything is online and online is permanent, but in life, there's a lot of things that are in pencil. Mm -hmm. So with that, that nice little segue, we are going to talk about your songwriting. We're going to talk about the journey that you've made this past year, and we're going to talk about your break. Got so it. We're going to kind of work dun, backwards. Dun, dun. Let's, let's talk about how you're writing now, what you're All going right. through now, what's going in your process now, and Ooh. we're going to dive deep into the past. All right. How I'm writing now is, um, it's a lot happier. It's definitely a lot happier because I am not in the same mental space as I was back when I was still finishing up my last EP that came out last September. 
I don't know why I'm, I'm not really going through anything. Haven't really experienced anything new, but like just in, in the wave of my emotions and songwriting and just living my life for me, I'm just a lot happier. And that's translating a lot into, um, you know, and stuff that I've released. Um, my, my latest release that um, came out is called I Want You to Stay. It's a love song. And I was surprised that I wrote it because usually I don't write love songs, you know? So um, I was really surprised about that. I, I really experimented with different things. Um, there's a lot of vocal layering and I've never done that myself before because I thought I didn't know how to do it. And then I went for it and it sounded amazing. It, that's another thing of like, you know, taking a dive and doing something that like you don't think you can do, but then you're like, wait, I actually, I, I, I can do it. I also recently uh, did a different version of a song I have, I had previously recorded. It's called Lay With Me. You know, there's like a full band version that was recorded at the Songwriter Showcase back in 2019. But um, I wanted to do a stripped version of it because that song, I found new meaning in it because when I, when I had first written it, I was pining over a boy. And again, like going back to sad, Dexy pop girl, no boy loves me music. Like I don't, she exists, but she's not prominent. I found a new meaning with it because in the song I talk about like, can you make my pain subside? And I don't know if I'll be here tomorrow and all of this. And I, I, I'm starting to look at that song and like, that's more of an ode to my mental health and my journey because it's like, I'm going to make my own pain subside and I'm going to be here tomorrow. So I'm not going to let myself go, you know? So like, it's, it's like me laying down with myself I love, I love, I love, I love, I love. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. So that, like, oh, I'm so yeah, glad you I, brought that up. I'm starting to listen to that song as a, an ode to self-therapy, an ode to um, like, like, I don't need somebody to make me feel better, to make me feel like, oh, I'm going to be complete because I can do that by myself. And I Wonderful. can do that by myself, you know? So um, it, when you listen to it, it still definitely sounds like, oh, I'm so in love with this person. But like, for me, when I listen to it, it's like, I'm so in love with myself and I'm going to lay down with myself, go to sleep, make myself feel better. And that's what I'm gearing a lot of my new music. And I'm announcing it here because I haven't really talked about it anywhere else. Um, yes! I, um, I'm working on an album. <laughs> um, I, uh, I just really... I'm in love with this new method and style of writing that I've just found just by being happier. And it's really weird. Um, but um, I really love the music I'm producing and creating. So I'm going just to make a little eight track album and, uh, you know, just put it out into the world and show people like, Hey, I may have taken a break because I wasn't okay, but I'm okay now. And this is, this is, this is here, you know? So, um, you were mentioning that period of time where you are not okay. Let's rewind a little bit and let's talk right. about your break. It happens kind of about in the middle of COVID. You and I, actually, this is interesting. You and I had a little bit of a co-write session and we didn't get very far, but we had kind of like an emotional breakthrough, I think with you, but then uh, in your line of thought about um, the topic of the song that we were writing. Yeah. And then it was very interesting because it was like about two weeks later and then you were like, I'm taking a break from songwriting. And I was like, wait, what did I do? Oh no, okay, so. <laughs> I was like, oh I, my God, I killed you. 
<laughs> no, no. All right. So I know you know this already, but it was nothing to do with you at all. I know, I know. But like so, in the moment, I was like, <gasps> yeah. Like I, I, oh, like I just, I just got flashbacks of like thinking, like, oh my god, no, it's not her. Like, like you know, um, no. But I just, um, I don't know. Like, I, I did think our writing session went really well, and I did like the ideas that you and I presented. But just in the back of my head the whole time, I was just like. And again, nothing to do with you, but just in the back of my head, I, I, I just wasn't there. Right. I just wasn't there. Like, it wasn't fun for me. Like, I was really trying, but like, just in the back of my head, I was like, bro, like this, like, no, not right now. Like, but I, I don't know. And it just really sucked because like, I was so excited to be there with you and so excited to do this. But like, it was just, it was, it just felt like it, it just wasn't fun. It just wasn't, it just, it, it didn't feel how, how, how it should feel like, you know, because you should, you should love like creating the content and creating the music and building the framework and the skeleton and all of it. But here I was just decomposing and I just, I just didn't, and I don't know why. And then I just, I, I, I completely stopped, um, after like, um, before I, before I even told you like, Oh, I'm taking a break. Like, um, I just, I put my pens down, I put my notebooks away and I was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna step away for a bit. Cause I, I'm gonna sound really like flip floppy here, but there's a point to it. Like I'm a firm believer in like, if something isn't going well, you fight through it and you stick through it. But I'm also a firm believer. If you really feel like you can't do that, you just step away. And like, I know that totally contradicts what I just said, but like, if, if you actually, if you really, no, okay. no, it's, it's on the inside. It's what, because there's two different types of discomfort. There's a discomfort that you experience when you're doing something that is pulling you towards your calling that's scary. And then there's the discomfort of staying small and staying stagnant. When you're in that discomfort, it's just the discomfort that you choose. It's yeah. the, it's the, what, what's gonna, what is more painful to stay in? Whereas, is it more painful to go out and to pursue your purpose or is it is it more uncomfortable to stay there in that gross place? You know, so you yeah, and, have to choose and you and, chose and, the right thing. Thank you. And I, I really, like, I, I really felt as if like, cause it's funny you brought up like staying stagnant and, and everything. Cause like, um, I feel like that's a repeating theme, especially with the pandemic and all of it going on because like, we're so stuck, but yet we're moving forward, but we're so stuck. And, I just, I really feel like my, my, my whole frustration with the pandemic and then just, um, you know, cause current situation, well, not current anymore, but at the time current situations were going on that were really ruining my love for, you know, music and spontaneity. And it's, I'm also a firm believer in like, you don't let bad things affect your love for other things, but it was just really hard. Cause I, it was a situation I was going through for months and finally I was just so done with it because it was starting to affect so many other areas of my life and I was angry everywhere. I really thought like, you know what, if I just, you know, back up, breathe and just recuperate, I'll be fine when I, whenever I want to go back to music. And I'm surprised because I'm back a lot sooner than I thought I would be. And um, cause I was really thinking like, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to go and return to music in the spring when I'm back at school because I study music and all of that. And I was just thinking, you know, for the rest of the year, I'm just going to do something else. But when something like, for, well, I mean, for other people, but like music for me, it's a part of my world. Like my planet 
rotates around a sun of music. You know, it's something I can't get away from because it's part of my solar system and all of that. So I would be saying to myself, oh, I'm not going to sing for a little bit. I'm not going to songwrite, but here I am singing in the shower while I'm blasting music while I'm in the shower. Here I am just humming as I'm walking and I can't get rid of that and da-da-da-da-da and all of that. So I was really thinking, is the problem with me and my songwriting or is the problem with my love for music? And I found that it's not that I don't love music. I just didn't love what I was writing about. I didn't love the content. I didn't love the feelings that were in it because I don't want to bring that negativity of what I'm going through into something I love. And I understand like you can totally channel the negativity into something great within the music. But I was at the point where the negativity was just so toxic to me that I couldn't mold it into something else. Yeah. Yeah, You know, like I couldn't, I couldn't mold it into something else because it had been in this like black tar for so long. It just solidified and it wasn't malleable. I couldn't move it. I just, The only thing I could do with it was just take it and throw it away because I didn't want to look at it. I didn't like, it's just, it's, it's, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. It's gone. I'm not focusing on it anymore. And, um, as soon as I let that go, I just was coasting through because I I was, I didn't write a song for about maybe like a month and a half, I think it was about like a month and a half. Like, and then I started like easing myself back into like doing covers and stuff like yeah. that because I remember I, I, I was like wait are you back <laughs> yeah, I, I had sent you a cover because um I fell back in love with Kylie Minogue I love Kylie Minogue and um her song Stop Me From Fallen" was just on my shuffle then I found myself repeating it and I listened to it like 15 times in a row and I was like I want to sing this I want to sing this and so I recorded myself doing it and I was like do I post it do, the, do, do I I mean do I go through with it and I'm like well, it's not my music. It's just my rendition of something. So like, it's like I found my own loophole, you know? So I'm like, if I didn't write it, I'll still sing it. But I didn't write it. As soon as I started posting that, I was like, well, I could cover this too. And oh, I could do this. And oh, I could do this. And so then I just released a bunch of covers and I released a whole cover album um, over like this whole pandemic thing. Like that was like right before my break was like, I released this whole cover album and I was thinking like, well, maybe if I just made a part two to this cover album, because it's like, again, my rendition of something, but not my music. And I really found that like, even though I was doing all these covers and even though like for most of my covers, I make my own instrumentals. And I was thinking like, well, you're still putting your own twist on it. So this is, you're not really escaping what you want to escape, Dexy. You're still here. You're still creating something. So why are you stopping? There, there came a point where I really had to be like, I'm doing nothing by running from this. I'm doing nothing. And like, I'm thinking I'm getting somewhere, but I'm actually getting nowhere. Like that month and a half goes by and I'm like, I'm going to sit down today. I'm going to write a song. I was like, I'm going to do it. I, I started to look at it as from like, maybe if I write something where I'm not taking from my life, something will come easier to me. 10 minutes later, I had a song. It, it, it felt so empowering and so like oh my god I can still do it you know and that's where I want you to stay came from and I was so I was so surprised if that's what came out and um that's also available on my SoundCloud but I just I, I look at that as like a um as a turning point for my music like like I said earlier it's like a renaissance you know it's 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 a it's um it's a departure it's but it's also completely connected to everything before but it's also fresh and clean and happy and just 
it gave me my motivation to keep going and I'm still going. So that was a whole soapbox, but um, yeah. It's a Lana Del Rey lust for life moment. <laughs> yes, honestly. I love it. There's a lot of intuition that I think that fed into a lot of you telling yourself to listen to yourself because a lot of times exactly what you said when we are in denial we're still we're still running from something when we're trying to rush through something we're still in denial of it we're still self there's still something that we don't want to experience there's still something that we don't want to feel and you had to have that balance between okay i'm taking a break from this and when you realized okay the break is over I can't fr run from who exactly I am anymore. So I think there, that whole time though, you had to be extremely intuitive and listen to yourself. And it's not, it's for everyone, it's obviously going to be different and not everyone, you know, if you're feeling, if you're listening to this and you're feeling like I am, I'm just having like a mental block, you know, it may not mean that you need to take a break from songwriting, but if you're having, you know, an emotional storm that it just right like you were saying it just kept coming in it was becoming the only thing that you were putting out was the negativity you got to check out once in a while it's like a sabbatical right <laughs> so um i mean i i feel like i feel like when teachers come back from sabbaticals that's how they they they're always like happier so why don't we do that yeah i think as songwriters i think it is a good thing and it doesn't mean that you're any less of a creator. So if you could just give us a few words on what that decision meant to you in that time, because I know you, just like me, you feel that um, constant like pressure to like make something because everyone's making something, you know, like it's like post, 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 produce, produce, produce tell us a little bit about your perspective on that and how you were able to let that go in that time and in this time as well honestly like it's it's a decision that like i'm glad i made now but when i was in like the fresh stages of making that decision it was something i regretted heavily and i was like i shouldn't have done this like what like I was happy of like, you know, like there's going to be a better outcome for this, but I was also like feeling just this pressure that I feel like I didn't have a right to feel. I, I am an artist. I am a content creator and stuff like that. And so like when I, when, when, when I feel like, oh, I'm feeling all this pressure to post something, like I always go back and I'm like, girl, you're not famous. No, no, nobody's on your post going, where's the album? Give us the album. You know, like, <laughs> I would love that. I would love to be like, you know, a big singer and all of that. But like the pressure for me, like I really had to accept, like, there is no pressure. Why are you feeling this? Because sure, there's pressure on you saying like, oh, you have to create this song. You have to write this. You have to do this. But it's like, whose schedule am I on? I'm on my schedule. Right. I'm on my schedule. I'm not on I mean, hopefully someday I'm part of some music organization that has me on a schedule to get music out, putting that in the universe, manifesting. But right now, I'm on nobody's time but my own. 
I, I really had to take time to harness that information because at first that didn't come to me. At first I was thinking like, oh, like, oh, I'm going to be like such a bad musician if I'm not posting for a long time. But then I really had to realize, you know, that's exactly why I'm my own musician because I release stuff when I want to. That decision, it meant stuff to me in the wrong ways. But as I was going through that decision, I found what it actually meant. And that's what I cling to now. Because what it actually means is what brought me here now. And now I'm, I'm looking at it as like, you know what? Like, sure, I'm working on an album right now, but it'll be done when it's done. It will be done. It'll be done when it's done. When it's done. We will get it when we get it. You will serve us the dish when it is baked and cooled and set (laughs) that is yes (laughs) yes coming back around with this this um this second course right the second you can't you can't take the second course until you're finished with the first sweetheart (laughs) so exactly lick the plate (laughs) yeah (laughs) no runny cakes in this house (laughs) (laughs) yes I want to really highlight something that you said because it's something that what you were saying about it's still kind of on on my time that is really I think that is the crux of artistry because you're not even on your own time you're on you're on the muses time you're on the universe's time right you're on you're on that level when you're creating and when you're in that state of flow you're giving, that's, that's the energy you're bringing and no one else, no one else can take that. No one else can touch that. And so when you're saying, oh, well, I have to put this out. It really, it really disrespects it and it makes it really cheapens it. And it's, you're also telling yourself and you're telling the world, it is not worth it to do my art if a million people aren't seeing it. My, my art is not worth it. If I'm the only person that sees it, then it's not worth it. And that is the most disgusting thing that has ever come out of my mouth that I realized was I was putting in, that was in my brain. That was in there. That was in there. My art is not worth anything unless someone else sees it. And I just realized that I was just completely just shitting on my muses. Absolutely. Yeah. And And there's a, oh, sorry. No, 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 no. I was just, I was just going to say that that is a lot of what goes on in people's heads nowadays. Yeah. And there has to be a point where like, and it applies to everywhere in your life is you have to know your worth. You have to, because if like, if, 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 if you, if you present as somebody who, where you don't know what you're worth or you think you're worthless, that's what people are going to think. And you have to realize like personally, cause I don't want to take it to a religion level because I don't know where I stand religiously, but bottom universal truth. We are all here for a reason and we would not be here if we were not supposed to be here and we would not be worth something if we weren't here, you know? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to, as you said, like, like my art is worth nothing unless somebody sees it. That is telling people this art doesn't mean anything. You have to apply it as in I am worth more than anything's weight in gold 
and this art is a masterpiece and I hope you see it in the way I do because it is lovely it is great and then you have to mirror your love for your art to your love for yourself and that is so therapeutic in itself but you have to apply that because and I was just telling one of my friends this the other day because um like you know he's struggling with his music image and his personal and business image and stuff like that I, ha I had to tell him if you're not going to believe in yourself who else is going to want to you have to believe in yourself in order to make anything work in your life other than your music other than this everything there has to be one common root is you and you have to support yourself because if you don't nobody's going to give like nobody's going to give you anything and it's not like you need people to give you anything, but you have to have something for people to relate to. Because if you're not worth anything, what's there to grab at? You know, you, you have to understand that you are worth more than your weight in gold and your art, your music, your, your tapestries, your, uh, because, I, you know, just anything, any method of art that you choose, it is worth more than its weight in gold because it was made by you. You know, you have to hold on to that because if you don't hold on to that, wh where's your art going to go? It's not going to go anywhere, you know? So soapbox again, but like, I just, it took me a long time to learn that too. And like, I know you're learning stuff all the time and I really hope you heard something in that. But as far as your listeners go too, like, no matter if it's art, cooking, whatever you like to do, or just yourself and your mental health, you are worth something. You are worth more than its weight in gold. And you just deserve to know that you have worth. Bottom line. Bottom line. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything I put on top of that is just going to, is just going to be wrong. So <laughs> I'm just going to let that sink in. We're all going to listen to that reverberate into the echoes of the ether. And yes, I do want to say that if others are deter, you have to determine your art worth, your art's worth first, right? Because if it comes from mm -hmm. you, you have to determine your self-worth, what you think about yourself, which determines what you think about your art. And that is the art's worth, not what yeah. others, someone else right? You can't let, let the market choose, right? Because the yeah. market's, the market's going to shit on it. And, <laughs> and art, art is subjective. It's going to have yeah. many meanings to many different people. Yeah. But and if you're already of, shitting on your art, then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like at the end of the day, like sure, bottom line, you, your art might not be worth something to somebody out there, but as long as it's worth something to you, nobody can ever take that away from you. Another thing too is like, I always think about how many amazing artists are we missing out on because they don't have what they need to go out there and do their thing. And that's why, like, because again, like it, this harkens all the way back to like our first interview where I was telling you about like how in the past I was a very different person. I was, and again, I mean, very young and in high school and stuff like that, but I was a very... Like, if you don't have it, you don't have it. I was like that kind of person. Like, if you don't have it, you don't have it. And bitch, what did I have? 
what did I have? Like I was, I was, I was a 15 year old immature boy who was good at singing. That was it. That was what I had, you know, but now I have a catalog of work I'm proud of, a network of people that love me and support me and make a better version of myself every day. And I, it took me a long time to understand, like, this is what I'm worth. It's not about, it's not about all the material things that I have. It's not about all the things that I can buy. It's about the connections and my, 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 my feelings and just everything that makes me, me. Like, I am so proud. And I see, this is like where I have issues talking about myself because I always don't want, I, I, I'm always conscious of the, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging. And I don't, like, I, I hate that. But brag. I am, okay. Brag. Here we go. Brag. Brag. I, I still have my moments. Don't get me wrong. But I am so proud of the woman that this universe has led me to because I am, I am in such a different mental space. I really am. I am so open to so many things I was never open to before because I, I mean, I'm, I, still, I still really struggle with being closed-minded, but I'm not as closed-minded as I was before. Right. And I will admit to that. Like I, I still struggle very much with being closed-minded because I'm a Leo and I'm very stubborn and I always think that I'm right, you know, and like I- Soul sister birthdays, absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I always think I'm right and I always think like, well, if they don't agree with that, they're wrong. And like, that is, that is not the point because that is ingredients of a mind made wrong. That is, that is just, you know, snap. That, that is, that, that is what breeds, what we're trying not to be because the whole point of growth and the whole point of finding where you stand and the whole point of just being the best version of yourself is being allowing yourself to be open to things you would never be open to before like you have to do that in order to let yourself grow as an individual as an artist as whoever you need to be because that 15 immature little boy who was good at singing in high school doesn't hold a candle to me today he does not hold a candle to Miss Queen, Miss Dexy, right here. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You've been so amazing. Like, this interview has been a universe interview. Yeah. I want to end with my normal question. Tell us a little bit about your plans, a little bit about, obviously, you have told us all the beautiful things that you've created so far in 2020. So, I mean enough said like let's not be redundant <laughs> uh, what are the things that you plan to continue into 2020 creating well um so we have the podcast coming she'll be here when she's here um, dish with dexy that's what we can look di- forward yeah. to yeah yeah dish with dexy like you'll be able to dish all you want very soon i have my um album which is tba tbd like i'm not even going to give it a um tentative release date cuz I don't know, but she's, she's getting worked on. I'm just going to spend the rest of this 2020 just still being open to growing and just a more fulfilled version of myself because you never stop doing that. So that's, that's another thing I'm excited to create is just more growth, authenticity, and just life as a happier me. And I, I really hope that 
people are finding, because I mean, this year has been chaotic. I'm just really hoping that people are finding healthy, happy, and just safe ways of getting through this because, you know, like totally unprecedented. We're all here. We're all going through this together and I'm putting it out into the universe. I hope anybody and even people outside of listening to this podcast, I hope everybody is just staying safe and healthy and well. And I hope you create such positive and safe and nice environments to get you through the rest of this year. My beautiful creators, my listeners, if you are not following Dexie on Twitter and on SoundCloud at this exact moment, I want you to actually really reconsider your life decisions and your choices because that is what you need to do right now, right now. You don't even need to finish listening to me right now. Go in the description. It's It's in the episode notes. It's in the summary. Literally take your mouse, wherever you're listening, take your fingers, drag down. Link's right there. Boop, boop, boop. It's at the touch, the tip of your pretty little fingers. I'm going to keep talking. So my beautiful creators, again, if you receive value from this interview, which you absolutely did, don't lie to yourself. Please save this episode and share it with another beautiful creator you know. And if it moves you, behooves you, grooves you, give me a rating and review wherever you listen. If you're able to do that, like on Apple Podcasts, please give me a rating and review. If you're able to do so, that really helps spread the message and helps reach other beautiful creators just like you. And that is all. I have for today, all we have for today, all Dexie and I have to offer you today. I will see you next week, but until then, let's go create beautiful things. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.